the Punk After Show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double tap does what the f- he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eddie Daddy from The Point After Show. Back once again after a week hiatus. We had some technical difficulties last week, but we're back. The Point After Show is back. I'm here with Dropkick Tommy after after getting shipped up to Boston for a weekend. Uh, how, was your, how was your time up there? Oh, it's great. Boston's a beautiful city. Everybody should go there at Do some point. Do you have any Sam time. Adams? Uh, it has some Sam Adams, some yeah. wine, some scotch, some educational experience, and uh, a good time. Good for you. But th- and, thanks. I like the reference, though. Uh, and we got Cabby, the producer, Caviston in the house as well. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, reemphasize that we're back. We did have a, a little technical difficulty, a malfunction last week. The recording that we had did not save properly, and that was my bad because I don't listen to instructions. So I'll take the fault for that one. User error. Yeah. And we yeah. should never say don't listen to instructions, Ed, because I'm sure the wifey at home is going to give you some BS for that now. Probably. You know, maybe on the hey, hook. You never know. She's pretty... She's pretty good with that kind of stuff. But we do have a, uh, a lot to talk about tonight. And I know we kind of mentioned the subject. We had a whole episode on it a couple weeks ago. But still, the protesting. Now Jerry Jones is coming out and stating that any player or anyone, basically, in the organization of the Cowboys on Sunday will be benched or not see the field at all if they, do, if they disrespect the, the flag and protest the national anthem. I mean, it, it's kind of getting to a point where I'm... I just want to watch football. I'm, I'm sick of this stuff. I'm over it. Yeah. Even, I think they made their point. I'm over I it. I, oh. I think that at this point, we talked about it a little bit, uh, once the other side is able to use it for propaganda, like uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of just over it. I think it's it's beyond actually being political at this point, and it's just being used as propaganda. And I can't I can't take much more of it, I don't think. Yeah, and here's my thing. As, as you guys know where I stood on this last time we had this episode, like Eddie said, is I was kind of like, I understand, but their job's not political. What's going on here? But then now, after, you know, Jerry Jones comes out and kind of says, we can't have this, you know, the NFL in any way uh, can't give implication that we tolerate disrespecting the flag. Again, how many times do these people have to come out and say, this isn't about the flag, all right? This isn't about the flag. Stop it, people. Stop it. And, you know, like... And it kind of leads into another thing we have here is the Mike Pence going to Indianapolis this weekend for the Colts game. First off, what's the vice? We have so many issues going on in the world. Why is the vice president spending tax dollars to fly to Indianapolis to watch a, a football game? Right, like if you're going to do that, stay at home. Not cost us eighty to a hundred thousand dollars. Does he have any ties to Indiana? Yeah, he's he's from Indiana. Okay. He's the, he was the Indiana uh, that's how, senator. That's how much I know about politics. Yeah. But he, so. he's. Not the Indiana senator. Oh, no, he was. The vice president of the United States of America. He just asked what the ties yeah, were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and this wasn't coming at you yeah, there for yeah. anything. Seemed right? like it. 
No. <laughs> it, it's just my, my, my feelings about it right now. And, again, obviously there is probably, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure there's somebody from each team that has somebody that kind of protests right. during the playing of the national anthem. Well, he, here's the thing is that, the San Francisco 49ers have done it every single game for the last two seasons. Yeah, sure. They knew it was going to happen, and they went there to prove a point. Trump told them, if somebody kneels, you're to leave the game, which was openly said. Trump said that he told them to do that. They knew. It could have been probably any other game yeah. in the country. You would have had maybe a, a, you know, a 50 to 75% chance. That with the pre- the vice president there, somebody might not have kneeled, but you knew it was the 49ers, and you knew somebody was going to kneel. And, you know, it kind of pisses me off a lot. Is He was there. He was there with Mother. Those two were watching it up in the box, as he calls his wife, Mother. Yes. Um, and creepy. Well, she, oh, it's really well, creepy. Well, People she, talk about this She had time. to be there, because what? He's not, he refuses to be alone in a room with a woman unless his wife's there. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. If There's that's how you feel, you a lot wrong me. with that. You're a weirdo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. This this is mine. My question now is when, sure, again, if you want to go back to employer-employee policies and stuff like that, if the NFL puts out a policy, there's nothing they can do. But if if they do put out a policy, like when do we as Americans, as citizens, as, as su- supporters of what's going on right now, stand up and, and take this fight on? And try to lead, take the lead on it, I guess. Because if they can't do it there, otherwise they'll be suspended, lose game checks, whatever it is, whatever the policy is. When do we kind of step up and say, wait a minute, that's that's kind of unjust what you're doing to these players? You guys disagree? Agree? I don't I don't know. I just I feel guess like I'm kind of getting... Uh, I, I think it's a slippery slope. You start doing it there, then guess what? You keep taking a little bit away from everybody, well, having a voice, having a say. Next thing you know, we won't be able to have marches and protests. Because... Again, as this is going on, there were white supremacy groups out in Wilmington or in uh, North. Uh, uh, I forget where. The uh, same place that the last one happened. I, and I'm sorry, I'm just having a. Uh, and and here we are. We're talking about like they're promoting hate. Right. That group, the white supremacist group, is promoting hate. Virginia. And you have these people that aren't promoting hate. They're pr- promoting equality. Mm-hmm. And us as Americans, as leaders of America. We're coming down on the people that are promoting equality instead of the people that are promoting hate. And it's just, this is where it kind of like grinds my gears and gets me all fired up. I think it's, it's, I get what you were saying and I get what the lot, uh, you know, everybody's saying about this, but I just think it's the wrong, I know when's the right time is the follow-up question, but it, it, I think it's the wrong time to do it. And that's just my opinion. Well, I guess at this point, like my problem with it is, is, I probably wouldn't have a problem if if the NFL like last year, if the NFL five years ago, if the NFL maybe a year from now makes a rule and says, "Hey, listen, we as the NFL are going to require the players to stand during the national anthem." I get it. At this point, though, it just becomes more politics because right now it's politically motivated. Absolutely. So it's the politics of the country dictating what a, a private company is going to do. So at this point, you're doing it for, from political pressure. So is is it really true at that point? Like, it's not a true sentiment. It's been muddied and it's, you know, so I think now, like, it's a lose-lose situation no matter what happens. Um, it's kind of my take on it. Like, I think it's almost hypocritical now if they come out and they say, 
you know, listen, you have to stand during the national anthem because it's not, they're not saying it because they actually believe you should have to stand during the national anthem because they let them kneel now yeah. for five weeks. The problem now is that they're doing it because of, uh, be it political or financial, like they're, it's not a true sentiment. So that would be my big, big issue with it at this point. I just, you know, and we talked about this last time is, is I think obviously, um, when you try something, if it doesn't succeed, you kind of reshift your message or your tactic on how you want to push your message out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if the country split 60% favored, 40% against what they're doing, right? Now, I, I don't know what the numbers are. You know, I'm sure we could probably find them out somewhere. But still, you're, you're still pretty divided on those kind of numbers. And what's your game plan? Like, kneeling obviously isn't doing anything except for getting that 40% to come out and... S- send out their Facebook messages, their tweets, their Instagram posts, totally against this. That gives the media a right to say, oh, the NFL numbers are down because of these types of protests, when I'm sure that's not even true. There are a ton of other reasons why it's down. And what's the next step for, for these players in, in their fight for equality is my biggest question on this. And I, I, I'm kind of piggyback off what you're saying. Like, okay, so they're making the stance during the National Anthem when all eyes are on them. What are they doing, like, as activists off the field, are they? Are all these people? A lot of them. Kneeling? A lot of them do. I, stuff I off understand. The field. I understand that. But are all of them, you know, on the off? Okay, next off season, are every single person that are kneeling now going to? I don't know. Form some kind of coalition or spark something else in the off season. So here's know. here's my suggestion to NFL players, right? So especially if they pass this policy um, that you can't kneel during the national anthem because it's disrespectful. The NFL, you know, we always call them no fun league because they wouldn't allow these touchdown celebrations. This will be another good spot to have a demonstration. After they score a touchdown, everybody run into the end zone and take a take knee a or knee. something like that. You know, this way you're not disrespecting the flag. You're kind of right there. You still have all of the, the action on you, probably even more, because most people nowadays, they're stuck on those three-second video clips, that's what our span, attention yep. span is, people don't even watch the national anthems because we're all watched the Red Zone channel. Mm-hmm. And the Red Zone channel shows every single touchdown. So you'll be able to see every single one of these celebrations. Uh, I, I think that might be the next step in this <clears throat> if the NFL passes some type of policy on it. And I think that might be the move because, again, then you can't have those, as Cavi calls them, mouth breathers. I don't know if yep. I agree or disagree, but <laughs> people out there saying... Um, they shouldn't be doing this during our flag, disrespecting our country and stuff. They're doing it during a time of celebration, I guess. So I pulled some numbers here, um, and it's from uh, from Rudders, which is a... Uh, gas station? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Reuters, rather, not Rudders. <laughs> um, so 69% of Americans say they stand in silence while the national anthem is played. Forty percent Ameri- But only 40% of Americans agree um, that Colin Kaepernick should have kneeled. While fifty uh fifty one percent of them disagree and then the others don't care. Um but only fifty eight percent of or fifty eight percent of Americans don't agree that people should be required to stand. And forty three percent of the people disagree with how the NFL is is handling only forty three percent of the people disagree with how um the NFL is handling it, while sixty five percent of people Agree that the president shouldn't be involved in it. 
Oh, I, I agree. That was a lot of percentages. Yeah. Yeah. What was the percentage of president not getting involved? 65%. 60, that, that number's embarrassing. What do those other 35% think the president should be doing? We had uh, four hurricanes make landfall on U.S. land this year. Um, we have shit going on with the Iran deal, stuff going on with North Korea, you know, supposedly this big wall being built. What, what did we get accomplished since the president's been in office other than a discussion about whether or not people should be kneeling or not kneeling during the national anthem? Nothing. I would like to ask that question. So... You know, this isn't me, again, hating, he's my president, you know, he, he won the election, but at the end of the day, what did he do other than basically divide this country even more? I think it's just a very split on all things, because it says here also only 29% of Americans think that um, there should be, while they don't agree, like, so, I'm sorry, so 43% don't think they should kneel, but only 29% of them think that they should be fired or have disciplinary action taken against them. So, you know, even if you don't think they should, you still don't think that they should be punished for it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. well, I think it's it interesting. Well, and then it even further is, is, you know, obviously this is the NFL <laughs> doing this stuff now. Um, I don't know if you guys saw on, on the internet and the video of it, uh, the Lakers fans that kneeled during the national anthem, two African-Americans kneeling. And you had uh, two girls go up to them. One, go up, verbally abuse them, tell them that, uh, excuse me, this is the national anthem, you pieces of shit. And then threw her Coca-Cola, dumped it all over them. And her friend sat there and videoed it. And then they put a Pepsi girl in her shoes. Yeah. yeah. And then posted it on the internet, on Twitter. So, Spin Zone, would you rather have uh, Coca-Cola dumped on you or Pepsi? Uh, I don't know. I'm a Pepsi guy, so Coca-Cola. Are you a Pepsi guy? Yeah, I'm a Pepsi guy. Are you... I, I, I'm I can't a even. Guy. Really? Oh yeah, always been. RC Cola is my favorite by far. But I love RC, RC Cola. Oh, I completely yeah. agree. Did you ever I have RC Cola? Was, maybe this is just the Northeast PA. I don't know if this uh, brand expanded outside of Carbondale, Pennsylvania. Like? Oh, so like Cola? Yeah, they used to sell it at the uh, Little League. Oh uh, yeah. My brother, yeah, Club. my brother yeah, used to Club. love it. And this is even weirder. Uh, the uh, FF Advantage. He would literally buy like soda, and then dunk meatloaf in it and eat it. True story. That's weird. That's real weird. Yeah, yeah I don't. Well, I don't have a. Maybe that explains a lot. I think there's 63 percent of the Americans would agree that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, we're going to continue to talk about this. I'm sure because obviously it's the hot topic going on in the country right now. Again, I think the players should move the protests um, for equality from national anthem to touchdown celebrations, and anybody that wants to get involved in that, go out and do it. My take. I'm fine with the. I'm over the national anthem protest. I, I think they they made their point. What are they going to get further from it besides? It's just more media attention and more getting away from what the actual purpose of it was. I'm gonna. I mean, again, as I I said, I'm sick of it, but I don't think they can stop now. I think if you, you stop, 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 I think if you stop now, then uh, you're basically saying the other person won. No, and like I think you need I, to, at least I the, the Niners maybe have to do it forever. I think there's, they can never stand no, again. No, I know. There's always going to be one person for the Niners. <laughs> yeah, doing always it. has to. 2049. Somebody still has to well, be kneeling. I just, I'm hoping that the media gets away from it eventually. Like it's, it's, it's old news. No, so. here's the thing, man. Here's or the thing. here's the thing. Colin Kaepernick just comes out of the games, give him a job, and he's the designated he's a professional kneeler. Professional kneeler. Yeah, he just kneels. Here, like, here's my thing. We had that shooting in Las Vegas. And still, we're still getting the president not talking about that. We had the hurricane that devastated Puerto Rico and uh, southern states. 
He's not talking about that anymore. He's still talking about this well, national anthem protest. Well, look at it. He need so on Saturday. What happened? Uh, the incumbent or the uh, person that he backed? Yeah, the incumbent it was that he backed in Alabama lost. That was two weeks ago. Or two. Yeah, but it, all the news and everything about that was this week that they were all talking about it. With uh, he's so he's fighting with Corker. Yep. This weekend, and what do they do to distract from all the negative press? All of a sudden, you know, he and Mike Pence are going after the NFL again. Yeah, they're sweet. You know? I, I'm just sick of, listen, we talk about NFL players not making political movements, but you have the leader of the free world making political movements out of the NFL. Yeah. And I think that's even worse, and I think that's what's one of the biggest problems. It's even worse than the NFL players doing it. Let's talk about some actual NFL stuff now, though. All right. A lot of injuries this week. Uh-oh. Big ones. Big ones. We'll start first with Odell Beckham. Um, you know, top three wide receiver coming off the boards in fantasy leagues this year. Odell Beckham, fractured ankle, surgery, season-ending uh, surgery on his ankle. Um, actually, he was one of four wide receivers from the Giants that got hurt on Sunday. Oh, what's going on with Brandon Marshall, too? Is it, you know, he had that Achilles injury, uh, ankle injury there when he made that tough grab. He might be out, too, for a bit. <clears throat> what, what does Eli Manning have now? He has Shane Vereen coming out of the backfield. Uh, they, they're going to have to pick up Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz, also. I, I mean, I was joking yesterday, Mario Manningham, but, you know, maybe... maybe Evan like, Ingram's uh, going to become a target machine, right? He yeah, has I, he's got That's going to be that. terrible. His, his uh, defenses are going to have their number one defensive back on a tight end now. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Shane Vereen coming out of the slot a lot. He caught a... He might, oh, he, he could play slot. He, he could definitely play time. slot. Um, and, you know, with Paul Perkins, was he injured or just not active? He's just I, junk. He's yeah. poop. Um... Who are there? Any big name wide receivers out on the out free agency? Kaepernick right now? wide receiver. <laughs> Kaepernick. I mean, if Eli doesn't get better, Kaepernick might. Eli hasn't had a great season either. No, I know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, T.O. What's he? He's like playing in the Mexican Football League right now, right? T- yeah. Bring T.O. Up. <laughs> Maybe Ocho Cinco. Throw him in there. Like, I mean, where, where do you go from it? There's not a huge like free agency wide receivers out there. There's no. not, and I don't. I feel bad for the Giants and Sox, our buddy who's a big Giants oh, fan. Sox. I was thinking about Sox today. Yeah. Sox is oh, going to be going. Mazza was laying it on Sox pretty hard over the weekend after uh, they lost that game. Going 0-5. 0-5. It's, it's tough. It's, hey, listen. They just got hit by the injury bug. Well, Sox brings a lot of that on, too. It's because he's always, oh, you can't spell elite without Eli, you know? And he would always hype, uh, hype the Giants up even more than they should be. And he's junk. Eli was never really that good of a quarterback. He just ended up, it was just a heater he kind of went on. It was like at a casino when you're sitting at a blackjack table and you're just catching a run of cards is what Eli did to win those two Super Bowls. And uh, You can get lucky once. He, he, has, he does have some talent. Yeah. Um, to get lucky twice, not, and not even like back-to-back years, there was a big, there was a few, few year, uh, you know, span between the, the two Super Bowls that he won. Um, so he, you can only be surrounded by good people. You're the you're the main guy in that offense. Mm. So you have to have some kind of talent to win two Super Bowls. So the 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 only other wide receiver active on the team right now is uh, Dwayne Harris, who they've just been using for special teams. He's their reserve receiver. Um, I believe he was with the Cow- Cowboys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the New York Post is reporting that they are talking to Victor Cruz. They have talked to him. Um, he's currently unemployed. 
he failed to make Chicago's roster. Um, mm-hmm. From there, I guess they've reached out to Roger Lewis, who was a second-year player who made the team in 2016 but got cut this year. Um, he, I guess he had a touchdown. And then uh, on their practice squad, they have Travis Randolph from Florida State, Ed Egan from Northwestern Randolph State. Was a stud at Florida State. He was, yeah. And then Marquise Bundy from New Mexico. Al's younger. <laughs> yeah, none of them have ever played in an NFL game. And then elsewhere, um, <laughs> and your post kind of agrees with exactly what they said. Elsewhere, former NFL stars uh, Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson both tweeted that they would be interested in signing with the Giants for the one for one season uh-huh. contract. Um, I'm thinking yeah. Bundy has a good chance after uh, you know his dad's records at Polk High. Exactly, yeah, 1966 Polk High record, four <laughs> touchdowns in one game. So yeah, the Giants. Dude, that is the greatest show ever. I'm just- <laughs> The Giants, uh, the slim pickings out there right now. I mean, but at this point, like, if you're the Giants, do you just tank the season and and try to you know get a high pick next year? Or do you, knowing that you're going to tank the season, you're zero and five, chance of making Why playoffs are money? very very slim. Sign Terrell Owens. Sign just Chad put some Johnson. Ass in the seats. Yeah, get some ticket sales. They, you know, honestly, like that's actually I didn't look at it that way. Uh, Victor Cruz too. Sign those three and make your three starting wide receivers: Chad Johnson, Victor Ocho Cruz. Cinco, and Victor Cruz, and uh, just put asses in the seats. Oh my, asses in seats! So you'll have a lot of handicap seating, mostly <laughs> on the sideline with those three geriatrics. But still, I mean, I, I think that's right. You're not. I mean, you, you you shouldn't be out there. So what's base, best case scenario for the Giants right now? Would be a, four, no a, a four to five win season, and then all you're doing is putting yourself in a sh- to get the fourth or fifth best person in the league. Yeah, that's why I know Giants fa- or Jets fans are pissed that they're winning, that they won those couple, that they won two games now. Because best case scenario, they're going to win two more for the rest of the season. So then you're taking yourself out of last place. Yeah, at this point, you should just gun for last place. Which we I know like the NBA is putting in all these regulations to stop people from uh tanking seasons and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Benching well, the Sixers at the end like yeah. forty eight years in a row. And it worked out for them. Trust the process. <laughs> Trust yeah. the process. It took a lot longer than I'm sure they were expecting it to take. But. No, he said seven years. Okay. And but they fired him in year six. <laughs> uh but a, another big injury this week, JJ Watt. I feel bad for the guy. He did so much for the the hurricane down there in in Houston, fractured tibial plateau on the left leg. I think I got that right. I'm no yeah, doctor. I think you do. Uh, no, you're doctor, daddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, unfortunately for him and that Houston defense, you know, season-ending surgery he'll need. And he, he I mean, he's starting to become an injury-prone. He's been, yeah, for the last couple of years. Which now. So, which is so mind-blowing because nobody trains harder than him. Yeah, I mean, he tells you about it That's on probably, social media, twenty four right. hours. Sure, they, they start talking about people overtraining. Is he one of those guys? Right, like yeah, your body needs rest, just like everything else needs rest, right? Yeah, I get. Yeah, I mean, we all know how much he trains because he tells us about so, it. So a lot the of the time. conversation is, I hate JJ. Watt. What injury impacts <laughs> what team most? Right, Odell with the Giants or JJ Watt and the Texans? <sighs> and I understand Odell's on the offensive side. But at the end of the day, I, I, I think if they were actually solid at this point, not 0-5, it would impact them more. But now with the Texans, Deshaun Watson, and the offense actually picking up, showing that they could score some points, score touchdowns, J.J. Watt is definitely the biggest loss here with Cushing out on suspension for uh, PEDs again. Um, Being insane. Yeah, right? 
He probably bites chicken's heads off. He's, he's like, terrifying human being. I, I think J.J. Watt is the devastating injury here for, not for obviously <sighs> fantasy purpose, I just think the team's future this year, because like you said, he's he's been injury prone. He's like a gronk. Um, you know, great, great athlete, great talent, does great things when on the field, but I emphasize when on the field. How, he hasn't been that special this season, though. Right. Yeah, but here's the thing. He ha- maybe he hasn't put up JJ Watt type numbers, right? right? That you're used to. I mean, he's still a team's he's leader, getting, and he's getting double, triple teamed all the right. time. You know, he's got two guys always blocking down on him. A, a, a running back coming out of the backfield chipping him. Um, when you're we, when you're uh, you have to demand that type of offensive coverage there, I guess. Yeah, I, I you, you are a big impact player. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Also, uh, Whitney Merciless is done too. Done for the season. Yeah. So there's there's another one out, and like you said, Cushing. I, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> that's real rough for them right now. That what defense. Do I put up negative fantasy points. As yeah, well. and and <laughs> yeah. Cavies was thankful for that. I was real happy about that. Um, that's our buddy Pete needs that tonight. He was. Texting he needs us. Stealing. He needs stealing to put up negative points, which would be yeah, kind of tough. The lawyer, but, or lawyer Pete, what's his name? Yeah, point point after show lawyer. Attorney Pete. <laughs> Attorney Pete, Esquire, many names. But yeah, I think that that's Mitch. That's that's rough. I mean, Watts going to the injured reserve is all the reports now. Yeah, so. yeah, he's out for the season after surgery today. Yeah, yeah. Same with Odell. Same with Odell. I think I think to be honest with you, I would I would favor JJ Watt a little bit heavier, but I think they're both significant. E- almost equal significant losses to both of those teams. Yeah, and the only reason I, like I said, I went with the Texans is because, like, division rankings already, you know, being 0-5 with uh, Redskins and, um, you know, Dallas there, the Eagles that have been on fire lately. How about those birds, huh? Yeah, and you have the Texans that are still kind of in the hunt uh, in that division. Yeah. Always, you yeah. know, it, it's... I, I think that's why he's the biggest impact. Just my opinion. Let's go to the fun the fun segment. <laughs> Eddie. Chris Borister, the Miami Dolphins O line coach, offensive line coach, um, resigned after a video of him snorting a white powdery substance on a desk before he went to a meeting. Surfaced. It was put on a, a it was in the it, it was in the o- it was in the office. He did yeah. it in the, the yeah, Dolphins' no, office, the, yeah. On his desk in the office before he went uh, to a team meeting. Uh, but it was put on social media by his lady <laughs> his lady friend, his lady friend of the night, uh, Kiwana Nij. Um, she seems like a nice gal, but... Can we, I, can we play the video real quick? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That can would we, be, that can would we get be the cool. audio? Oh. Can I play it? I got it. Or, or you got it? Do you want to play it or do you want me to play it? I'll play it right now. All right. Hold on. My favorite type of life. Oh, no, hold on. There's a commercial. No free ads. Don't listen no, to that. No, 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 that's, that's not good. <laughs> Can you have it up? Yeah, yeah I got it up. Okay, all right, you play it. That's the first time. I mean, Google it. It's unbelievable. Oh, here's here's my thing is, 
I, I don't even know what to say. For <laughs> like, I'd like to feel bad for him. But if you were that freaking stupid to videotape yourself doing drugs and then send it in, in your workplace at your desk, boast about ready to go to a meeting and you're doing the drugs, and then send it to your little... It's a model. Fling. A model. Oh, don't even get me started on that. She, she check according, her Instagram? According to her model profile, she enjoys acting, singing, modeling, and... Anal. Being active. And then she also says she lo- she gets around the nation. I mean, travels around the nation constantly. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I could see where you misread that. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of sketchy. Uh, like, how dumb are you? Especially in this like age of technology where people are doing this kind of shit all the time. And what was the reason she posted it, Eddie? Um, I believe she posted it. Social equality. Social equality. Social equality. <laughs> yeah, because of the NFL stance against uh, the, the players that were kneeling. Mm-hmm. Like, first off, so he has himself a gal. You know, IQ of four. And, you know, obviously, uh, if it's a side piece, like I think she was, right? You're not looking for an IQ, a stay-at-home mom, or a a mom to work. Um, I mean, it is Miami. She was from Vegas, though, right? Oh, yeah. So her her post with it, (laughs) the the white people are mad at me, like I forced blow down this man's nose, and like I recorded it on the low. No, these are his habits, and he recorded himself and sent it to me, professing his love. So quick to make excuses for him, but will roast a minority player over the anthem, dog fights, weed, domestic issues, etc. But y'all say all lives matter. Shut the fuck up. Oh, so she's a classy broad. Yeah. Um. And then she goes on, I have plenty of white friends, so I'm not making this a race issue. People are just missing the point. My point is that everyone has to be accountable for their own actions. They roast players over anthems while the coaches be high as shit and probably can't even sing along. His ass was black. They would be dragging him through the mud face first. Well, here's my thing. Those, those, And again, obviously you heard me earlier in the show stick up for the players uh, protesting during the national anthem for equality. They did that in front of the camera. Right. This guy did this in the privacy of a closed office. So this gal, what's her name, Ed? Uh, Kiwana Naj. Is an asshole. That's just my thing. It doesn't matter if I'm white, black, Asian, Mexican, Spanish. I I don't care what I am. That's just a dick move. Yeah. Straight up. Like, what do you do that for? Yeah, she, no, I, I I, mean, obviously he pissed her off and she did this just to get her five minutes. She's doing this okay. for the likes. Allegedly. Doing it for the likes. Yeah, I mean, I just can't wait for Mike Pence's video like this to come out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if Mother would allow it to happen. But Somebody that tight has to have some skeleton somewhere. We need uh, to find some. We need to blackmail someone to get some. Like, so right? we get link clicks. Like, we need to find an, a Kiwana and Naj to uh, upload their video of someone the doing something crazy website. to us. Point after show, post it out on online. And so listen, if you're sleeping with an NFL player, <laughs> coach, basketball, we're up for anything. If it's a PBA bowler, yeah. if you got dirt on them, if it's Roy Munson, we'll yeah, take it. We want it. We'll work something out. Yeah. Contact us. The point after show at gmail.com. Let's <laughs> let's do something here. We can get some like senators tickets for you. Or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 work something out. But like PA senators tickets. <laughs> yeah. or... <laughs> Or just the Harrisburg Senator. Yeah. Harrisburg Senator. We don't promote blackmail, but we will be a party to it. 
<laughs> so let us yeah. know. Let it, yeah, for sure. Everyone's we'll get the, we'll get a couple clicks. Yeah. Right, but so. hey, I just wanted to tell her you're you're just in my opinion complete trash. Yeah, if you're gonna be Absolutely. somebody's side piece, respect the game and, and not keep even your mouth that. shut, right? Even even <laughs> a, no, yeah, I, 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 amen. Even not the side piece part. It's just if someone sends you a private email and then you go compare it to what people do in front of cameras that are being televised to millions of people. Then you don't have an effing clue. Yeah. Like, get a grip on life, and you probably should get some help, too. Not the same type. A little different. Thank you. Well, and at the same at the same time, too, this is... I don't know. I agree with you, Tom. Thanks, Eddie. F her. That's, I think, you know, my brother and I usually feud a lot, and uh, Eddie and I don't really feud, but we never really agree, because he always <laughs> likes to take a... Because well, you're always talking... Uh, the opposite I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. For real... You're always talking about politics and shit, and I don't like it. So anyway, go ahead. All right, so we're getting to our college picks. Oh, Jesus. We'll briefly mention that our NFL picks, we weren't... We do, do you have, have, our, more of, we do you have our overalls, like our season over, totals? For what, NFL? For all of it? For all for of college. it, yeah. yeah. okay. For college. For you have, college? like, our weekly and our and our overall? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, college picks, we actually are doing pretty solid at, and we basically advise you to listen to us and Cabby's article that he puts out every week. Our college picks seems to be our niche, 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 niche this, niche. this year. Uh, NFL picks, it we're we're doing more of that as fun, I I believe. Yeah, don't 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 yeah, well, don't. So that's an FYI, right? This is how much research goes into it. Cabby sends it out like Wednesday or Thursday morning, whenever he gets a spare moment. And says, here's the games, pick them. And we literally send them back within like three minutes. No research done and the article's posted. That's just our NFL picks. College picks we actually spend some time on. Yeah, and and are killing it. And we are killing it. Um, I mean, Cabby, even even though week six of uh, college this this week, Cabby, me and you, we broke even 50-50. Lost uh, a vig, that's all right. Yeah, uh, four and four we both went. Tom, five and three. What do you want me to do? You're biting at her ankles right now. I'm coming for you. Um, coming overall, back. I'm an ankle biter. Overall, I'm 19 and 10, Cabby 18 and 11, and Tom is 17 and 12. So we're right there. So we're, we're, yeah, we're all above 500. You, you've made money if you're, if, yeah. you're, if, you're, if you're betting with us. Yeah. And again. And an asterisk to that. I mean, you can add another, you know, 7 and 1 week to that for me. Oh, I, I did solid so. that week too. And here's another thing I think thing I too, did too. Right? I have no idea, but so I'm saying. Here, here's, <laughs> here's one thing I want to say about this is people are coming out and saying, Mostly for our NFL picks that were trash. We got we're fucking trash, roasted right? on on yeah <laughs> on uh, what's that website? Uh, Reddit, no free ads. Fuck them. So here's my take on this: is you see um, these people on like covers and Bet Now and all these other websites that are hey I'm 24 and 10 in my last 34 picks, you know, on a heater. Right, that twenty-four and ten came over like a three-season span because they're picking one game right. a week, if not less. So we're putting ourselves out there on a limb and picking. Like I said, Cavi sending us twelve games a week for NFL and uh, what is it, eight for college football. So you guys try it. Yeah, you guys try it, and then if you're gonna smack us and you could do better than us, comment on the bottom of the article. Let us know. Tell yeah, us we'll, how we'll, you're doing. We'll hire you for free. Send us your picks every week. And if you beat the point after show, we'll give you some kudos. We'll we'll, we'll bring you on. You could do the article. I like, and I like the eight games for college. The NFL, maybe we need to cut that down a little bit, though, because I didn't fare so well this week. How'd you do? Um, no, no, Eddie did really well. This oh, is yeah. his best week. 
If you go 10 and 2? If it was opposite day. Yeah. If it was opposite day, you would have done good? <laughs> yeah. 2 and 10? Yeah. What well, do we... 2 and 10. <laughs> I remember that old school. What right? Tommy and I do? 10, 10, 2, 20. Tom, Tom uh, 6 and 6. Congratulations. 50%. 50%. 50%. That's a great NFL week for us. It is. Uh, Cabby went 5 and 7. So not bad. Okay. Not yeah. bad. You know. So what are we on the season? Um, Cabby, you are 20 and 34. Okay. I am 21 and 33. And Tom is 27 and 27. Okay. Boom. So I'm the Vig. Yeah. And you so, know what's funny? I'm in a survivor pool and I lost like, it's a 4X kind of one where you get four losses. I have three already. Okay. So out I of do. my... I do too. Out of my, uh, my 50-50 picks here on the Point After Show's website... Unfortunately, I don't carry that over. It's a coin flip every week for you. Yeah, but and well, what are the totals for college? Cavi is thirty-eight and forty-five. Eddie's forty and forty-three, and I am forty-four and thirty-nine. So I'm the only one that's above five hundred right now on overall picks. That's the I, I saw the quick math over <laughs> there, so I was. I was figured I'd throw it out there, just give myself a little pat on the back, because I'm nipping at the asses of them for uh, college picks. But NFL, again, I think we should just turn that into more of a a little comedy. Oh, it's it's comedic. Uh, it, it is. And just, uh, and just talk, it's not even that funny shit. to me. It's, it's, <laughs> we should just talk about how we're. It's more of a tragedy <laughs> than a comedy. Uh, it's, it's a Shakespeare. Tragedy yeah, Shakespearean tragedy comedy. Plus I guess. Time equals comedy. I guess. Yeah. So maybe we'll look back next you know, year laughing. We'll figure it out. You know, it, it's early in the season. A couple of the games look fixed. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, NFL all fixed. I thought we had it. Everything was more or less a coin flip. A coin flip this year. I thought we or this week in NFL. I thought we were going to do really good. I did too. So here's my <laughs> romantic bold prediction: is right now I'm 27 and 27 in NFL picks. I'm going to finish at a 60% win rate. 60%. That's pretty aggressive. I'm going to go 60% this year. Some work to do there. Yeah, you do. Eh, Not too much work. I could go on a little heater this week. You know, I could kind of do, as Eddie called it, opposite day of his picks and go 10 and 2, and boom, I'm already there. You know? I'm going to start going with the opposite of what you think. Basically. (laughs) So here's a message. He's going to, when Cavi sends the picks out, He's going to send Cavi's response to say, just take the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like uh, on Reddit. What the guy, the guy on Reddit this week says, so basically if they all agree on a game, take the opposite. <laughs> for the NFL picks. Yeah, for the okay, NFL so picks. College picks. The college ones, everybody's well. loving. Yeah, we were 2-1, and one, I think, on ev- when everyone picked the same mm-hmm. game this week. We all had Penn State. We all had Miami, Miami. both covered. And then Florida, we all picked when they lost. But. Yeah. But, yeah, that, yeah we're, and that we're, was... Well over 60% in our win uh, ratio in college football. So right there, you're winning cash all day. Yeah. Straight cash, homie. Right. So I think the last thing we kind of want to talk about this week, you know, um, UFC, right? Yeah. You wanted to. Well, first off, I want to touch on one thing is we're talking about equality. I want to touch on pay equality is Demetrius Johnson is by far the greatest UFC fighter of all time. We watched him this weekend go out. If, if you Is that Mighty Mouse? Yeah. If okay. you didn't pay for the pay-per-view, you could go out and watch this clip anywhere on the internet right now. You know, he was dominating the fight already. Literally did like a suplex in the mid-air of his suplex. Put the guy in an arm bar and submitted him. He, he broke uh, Spider Silva's record for title defenses. He has nothing left to prove in his division. He should probably move up. 
Um, but he was, I think, the second or third highest paid fighter on the card. Um, the two people fighting for interim championship, I think, got paid more money than he did. Uh, or, or, or pretty close, right around there. But you're talking about the greatest fighter of all time. But does that come down to he just has bad management? No, it's just because the weight division he's in, and 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 what the UFC says is there's not that much interest in that division. Right. So with him being the greatest fighter, like what would stop him from going to Bellator, and Bellator being like, here's a marquee they name. Even, don't, they don't even have the weight division in Bellator. They create it for him. You know, I'm I'm just yeah. saying, like if yeah. if they, they at a certain not point create it because then then you're gonna take on his contract. Plus the expense of everybody else you have to hire in the divisions contracts. Right. And, like, I'll be honest, it, it's, like, he's crazy. This guy is just phenomenal in every aspect of the game. Um, but there aren't that many knockouts. Most people like to lock, watch the knockouts. Right. That's what attracts them to the UFC. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that quick. But the biggest thing we want to talk about, um, the UFC 216 was out in Vegas this weekend. They always have their shows in Vegas. And a lot of people were talking about they should cancel the show because what happened out in Vegas last week, that tragic incident. And um, UFC did a great job of, of kind of, they brought in some of the first responders and, and comped them tickets and brought them in and, and did a showing. Um, brought a lot of the survivors in from the incident and gave them free tickets and brought them in and, and you kind of made it a, 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 what I think was a great gesture to these people. And then they invited Jason Aldean, who was the country singer on stage during the shooting. And he declined, said, you know, his agent responded back to the UFC and kind of said, no, we're kind of shook from the incident out there in Vegas. We don't want to do anything right now. Uh, We just want to lay low and kind of collect ourselves. But then he comes on Saturday Night Live. And Dana White comes out. You know, everybody knows Dana White. This guy's one of the most outspoken promoters, uh, executives of any sports organization right now in the world. And he comes out, he says, excuse my French, fuck you, Jason Aldean, don't come back to Vegas. Like, Jason Aldean turned it down because of, you know, what, 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 what I said earlier. And then he goes on Saturday Night Live. According to Dana White, he invited many other country singers to come out and sing the national anthem. And they all declined because of what happened last weekend. And he's like, and I, I, me personally, I don't know what you guys have to say. I think he has a great point. Is he was setting up this uh, kind of like honoring of the victims of the shooting. And he invites country singers to come out and do the national anthem. And they all say no. And he's like, basically, again, excuse my language, fuck you guys. Like, these people are the ones that pay for you to fly your private jets because they're buying the tickets they're buying your 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 uh your shirts they're buying your cds your uh your you know your your music online and none of them had you know the decency to come out and do this and Mm -hmm. it kind of disappoints me a little bit i think it was everlast came out and sang america the beautiful everlast i believe it was everlast good friend of uh eminem buddy everlast or no it's ever Everclear? No, Everlast? Ever, Everlast, right? Whitey Ford? Whitey Ford might die tonight. That Eminem song? I don't know. Oh, well, who's he a good friend of? Who are you referring Dana to? Dana White. Oh. Dana White and Everlast. Okay. Um, came out and sang America the Beautiful because he thought it was more uplifting. But it, it's just 
What's your take on that? Do you think Dana White crossed the line, calling Jason Aldean out, saying, don't ever fucking come back to Vegas? Um, or do you think he was in the right for doing that? I know I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm sure it was all, uh, I mean, on both sides. He did this after, after right. the whole thing. It's all emotion-driven at that point. I mean, Dana White is a Las Vegas guy through and through. That's where... Uh, he said that's where yeah, his, he, his life is. He's yeah. Las Vegas, so he's looking at it as these are, you know, my people. This is my town. We were under attack, and, you know, you're coming here. You're making money off us. You're doing this. You're doing that. You should have the decency to come back. Yeah. And then I could also see, like, Jason <laughs> Aldean being Frightened. like, I'm... Fucking never going back to Las Vegas again. Like I, there were bullets whizzing by my head or whatever. You yeah. know, what I mean, I don't know how close he was to getting shot, but I could see the same thing. You know, what I mean, I could see both sides of it. Do you really want to know what it's like? That's Everclear. Uh-huh. That's a great jam. Uh-huh. Ever's ever Everlast. That's right? who it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, great jam. Well, there, there's Everclear and there's Everlast. That's where yeah, I'm yeah, like. Yeah. Everlast is. Do you really want to know what it's like to have the blues? To have the blues. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I saw a rich man Ed, cry. I saw a dead man cry, whatever. If I'm Jason Aldean, who's never been on SNL before, I'm taking SNL over it. Fuck him. Really? Yeah, absolutely. But why, though? Because he was good friends with Tom Petty. He wanted to make a tribute to Tom Petty to the national world. I mean, yeah, I understand. So Saturday uh, was the only day he could do that? No. But why? Well, right go, after why, Petty why, died, though. Why go somewhere that had such a traumatic? And I don't know how we. But you have all I'm the just, first. I'm just kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying no, no, to get no, into we're, his head. We're having a conversation here. Yeah, don't, 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 don't get offended. I'm just trying to get into up. his head. I'm just saying that. Okay, Tom Petty. Obviously, you can see in his performance of "I Won't Back Down" in Saturday Night Live that Tom Petty was a big inspiration on him and his music. Sure, I don't disagree with that. And if he, I'm sure that. I, I don't know. I don't know if he reached out or his people reached out or Lorne Michaels and NBC reached out to him. Be like, hey, we know that... And you he's name Tom- dropping over here like well, he's friends of everybody. <laughs> I like the name drop. But I don't know if who reached out to who about, you know, performing a tribute to Tom Petty live on Saturday night to the entire world. But if I had the opportunity to do that or play some benefit in... Las Vegas. So so okay. I, I, would, uh, I, would I, I guess I'm gonna try to make you. Uh, I'm not gonna try to make you look like a dick. I, I I me personally, I think you look like a dick on this one. E. Okay. You're gonna go out and say, I'd rather perform a Tom Petty tribute song that I could do any other day of the year, to, or to 15 million people who a or, guy that I I or, was inspired by. Or yeah, you could go out and pay tribute to the first responders, like the paramedics, the EMTs, the uh, police. Everybody else that was out there on the scene, just the, the people that were there trying to save other people I can during do, I this. Can, I can do that this. any other time of the week, too. Uh, but uh, I have to do it at this fight, at this specific time, five it, days after this whole shit didn't happened. Didn't he do something the next day? I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't want to go back there five days after. What? Uh, okay. I don't know. Maybe he knew someone that got killed. Who knows? Why would you want to go back to a, a Yeah, he massacre? did. Tom Petty. He knew Tom Petty that got well, killed. Tom Petty, well, Tom was, Petty died. Yeah. He wasn't shot by some mass murderer. Yeah. Uh, so Aldine, Aldine came back to Vegas to visit the victims, and then uh, he he also dedicated that song that he did on Saturday Night Live to the victims. How do you dedicate it to multiple he, people? Well, he said the words, "I dedicate this to Las Vegas." This song goes out to Las Vegas, to all the victims of the terrible tragedy in Las Vegas, and my good friend Tom Petty. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't think 
you really have a second chance at thanking first responders, the right. civilians that were there. To but like, why is it up to Dana White? Oh, if you do this, I'm going to shun you for the rest of your life. He played okay, a, but he sure, did. that's okay. Okay, maybe, maybe yeah. you're right, Ed. But at the same time, then don't say, "Oh, I'm too spooked to do anything right now. I just want to lay low and and and." Okay, okay, okay. I misinter. I, th- I thought you said he didn't want to go back to Vegas. No, no. That- he said he said he's too spooked to do any any gig right now because of of what happened at his last performance. And I understand that. I understand that. And if that was the case, if if he didn't do anything that weekend, then I'd be like, you know what, Dana White, you were out of line. But if you come out and you say that, and then all of a sudden you just pop up on Saturday Night Live, then I have a big issue with that. All right, I thought he he was just the whole the whole time he didn't want to go back to Vegas Mm-mm. in general and to a performance. According to Dana okay. White, all according right. to Dana White is what happened was okay. all right. He said he was too you know didn't want to do anything. He all right, shook. well then maybe then I can see where dude, he's a little hypocritical in that. Yeah. Instance. Okay. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. I didn't, we're I didn't on the, the heater tonight, buddy. I didn't, I didn't know the facts. The two oh, of us right now. I misinterpreted what you were saying. We about are. The whole. This is the second time we agreed. <laughs> I feel like we should hug. DJ Clue also says Jason Aldean should have gone to the UFC. So fuck SNL and fuck your money and fuck you, Jason Aldean. I don't know who DJ Clue is though. Uh, he needs to get a. Clue. He's uh, Kawana's, uh Yeah. MC when she comes on stage. Uh, back to Everlast though. I figured it was. He had beef with Eminem. Everlast was a member of House of Pain. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think I believe I he believe was white. So. That's Whitey Ford. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, now, now we do. Thankfully, also we are like way beyond our time on the opposite side of the rest of the internet on this Jason Aldean thing. Everybody else thinks what he did was wonderful on SNL, and it was such a touching tribute. Told you. And that Dana White's an asshole. <laughs> no, hey, listen, I'm a Dana White. I'm a Dana White fan. I kind of agree with you. But, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. But, I mean, also, if we want to look at it as much as getting the word about out about the tribute, you know, if you want to, that tribute to reach the most amount of people, you're going to reach more on SNL than you are on doing UFC on a card sure. without well, a sure. big and, fight and, on and, it and everything. Yeah. I wouldn't have known about the fight even if it, if it wasn't for Tommy. Tommy or <laughs> what's his name? Dana White making a yeah. scene. It wasn't a scene. A statement scene. <laughs> But, okay, before we, we close out tonight's episode, I just want to make sure that everyone checks out Taylor Scrignoli's articles each week, DFS golf, DFS football. He's the man at both. Uh, me and him are putting together a good fantasy golf thing this year. We're I like both, your new updated uh, system, right? Both, yeah, we're both doing a – we both kind of I just wanted FYI. I, I, I won this you week. You did. You did. Give me a little sh- – all right, oh, I, I was so it, pumped up. <laughs> I was so pumped up when I won. So that. we did. We did a five. And you know who it was? Oh, my boy Phil, Phil Mickelson came baby. in third, right? Yeah, my yeah. dog. So we did a uh, a small five five man five dollar thing on on DraftKings this week, and Tommy Boy here cleaned it up. Uh, Give me that twenty two fifty. Yeah. So, so he, did we do a DraftKings for football again? Because I don't yeah. know if we're invited. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. get in this week. Yeah, I Stroud Rounder won it. Did oh, he? yeah? Yeah. Our boy? Oh, and he was Rounder. talking smack to May Girl, of course. Um, um, I was I was literally less than one point um, from coming in second place, winning some money. In who that. came in second? Do we know? Um, Berkey, I believe it was. Berkey? Okay. Um, well, yeah, but the stage name Berkey. Yeah. Not sure who it is. It's probably one of our fans out there. Yeah, um, probably. But, um, yeah, I was, I was literally one point away, and I started – Taylor, the receiver for 
San Francisco, and he killed me. He had mm. 1.6. He had a big drop down in the red zone late. Uh, Could have sealed the deal. And then also, I mean, our industry duds league still going on. Oh, I don't Let's not forget about, about that. Heavy. We got uh, our our boy Mo from Eagles Wires in first place in that. Um, I'm in fourth place right now. We got Tommy in seventh, Eddie in eighth. And it's a 16-team league, too. So yeah, sixteen team league, so that's good. You guys are five hundred mark. Oh, I'm gonna I, um, just an FYI. I'm just gonna go on record right now on uh, what's this episode seventy one? I believe it's gonna come out yep. as. Uh, I'm gonna win it. FYI. Okay. FYI, I am gonna win that because Andrew Luck's coming back in probably like I don't know two three weeks. So I have Andrew Luck on my bench. I have T Y Hilton. He's been a stud in a couple weeks. You know, he's had huge games. But then I have Julio, who had a bye week this week, Willie Sneed, Devonta Freeman, Ty Montgomery, Joe Mixon, who's starting to come around. Yeah. 16-team league, stacked. Bold, stacked. Bold, another bold prediction. Winning bro. it. Win, I'll go out there. What I'm going to yeah. do over here, dropkick is going <laughs> to definitely at the end of the year when I do win this one, and I bring home the, the, belt. Belt. the belt. The fantasy jacks. I'm going to send belt. a picture out there. And let everybody say you are the man. And then I am the FF advantage. <laughs> a couple of people to note too: our buddy Mike uh, from Razballs in eleventh, and then uh, Paul, Polly, the fantasy football advantage. Is he down bottom? Last down place, bottom. last he? place, Jones. Yeah, sixteenth. Hey, he is the. I mean, he's Mike. tied for last place with well. ten through sixteen. All, all, all are one and three. Um, but Paul's. Points. 60 points out of the next person above him. So, okay. but he, I mean, it, rough draft position. It, yeah. it wasn't easy on him. No, so. no. In a 16 team league, like any draft position is pretty rough, right? Yeah. Really uh, the first guy went out and drafted David Johnson. He didn't have another pick for like 30 some picks. He was also on auto draft. Either way, <laughs> either way, you're taking. Yeah. Oh, Johnson yeah. I know. No, I, yeah. I took Levy. I think I had the first pick, didn't I? I think I took Lady oh, on Bell. Mm. Did with the first pick, yeah, and he Le- got stuck with the second. Yeah, I took Lady on Bell first. Smooth pick. moves yeah. by Daddy over here. He knew. I did. I predicted it. Yeah. But I, th- I believe that's all we have for you guys tonight. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Sorry again about last week, but we'll be back, continuing on going forward, week after week. Um, but yeah, be, be sure to check out our podcast and subscribe to our show at. Pointaftershow.com. Pointaftershow.com. Check yeah. out our app or our uh, website. That's what I meant to get at. Yeah, yeah our, our website. Podcast too, though. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you should listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. That green label's kicking in. That's good stuff. It is pretty good. Um, like but yeah, check us out on Instagram, Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at pointaftershow. My personal Twitter handle is at Eddie underscore the PAS. Cavi. We'll go opposite this day. Uh, at producer Cavi. Tommy. He remembered it. Holy yeah. shit. See, that's that's what's been wrong is the yeah. order. Yeah, the order. Should we go uh, counterclockwise? I'm at TLIP underscore the PAS. And we got Polly the at the FF Advantage. So check him out for any of your fantasy football questions. He's the man for that. Actually, all four of us are. But he's he's the so-called advantage when it comes to fantasy and, football. And, uh, again, I'm still, you know, I always give him ball bust and everybody in this room, too. Uh, who gave him that name? Who allowed that name? Which one of you guys? Uh, he kind of took he's, over his own. He's his own man. Yeah, he's his own man. I don't know. We should talk about. We should have a, a, a team meeting on this one. Well, like he's like our <laughs> our, our buddy Pete that gave himself the nickname Niche. 
Yeah. You know, nobody else calls him it, but, but himself. Yeah, yeah, the PAS lawyer. Call yeah. Attorney Niche. Attorney Niche. That's what, going forward. He's Attorney Niche. All right, but guys, thanks for listening, and tune in next week. Thanks. Later.